Welcome to the Blended Kingdom Families Podcast. We are your hosts, Scott and Vanessa Martindale, the founders of Blended Kingdom Families. Our ministry serves to equip marriages, unite families, and ignite faith so that you can flourish an abundant kingdom life. We pray that our podcast blesses you today. Guys, Scott Martindale here with Blended Kingdom Families. We are so excited to welcome a very, very special guest, Dr. Cassie Reed. Uh, it is amazing to have you with us at uh, Blending Kingdom Families. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. So excited. Uh, thanks for having me. Wonderful. And just to tell you a little bit about Dr. Reed, uh, author, professor, mom, all of these amazing things. Um, we are just absolutely thrilled to talk to you a little bit about counseling, obviously during this COVID season, uh, and talk about your new book that just came out, uh, Open the Gift of Holiday Sanity. Yes. Love the title. Thanks. Absolutely amazing. So if you can, just tell us a little bit about you, Cassie, your counseling practice, and then obviously about your new book. Sure, sure. I, um, I've been counseling for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. So uh, I have a private practice in South Lake, Texas mm -hmm. called Cassie Reed Counseling. And from that, um, I was approached by the King's University, mm -hmm. which um, we know and love so much. That's kind of how place. we met. Yep. Um, and I am the director of Marriage and Family Therapy. Mm -hmm. So there's a master's program there mm -hmm. um, that I was able to start from zero, which was... Started the whole thing. The whole thing. They trusted me. It's a whole me. new level Is of that amazing. So I know. I know. They trusted me with that. <laughs> It's so just so cool. I just to see it grow. And then, um, so I'm a professor there and yeah. I've been there seven years, yep. um, six full time. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I'm married, been married for 14 years to James. He's wonderful. He is He's such a good dude. I'll keep him Yeah. for sure. <laughs> he, um, so we are a blended family, yep. which is why I love this. So thank you. Yes. Like I love, um, we're a blended family. So I have a 16 year old mm -hmm. who was from his previous marriage. Mm -hmm. So, um, she calls me her cast. Uh, so oh, it's so sweet. Like so... we've never kind of pushed that, yeah. but it's been so cool. And then we have a daughter who is four, Emerson. So my yeah. oldest daughter is Lundy, yeah. and then Emerson is four. So she's a firecracker. They are. Um, I have a four-year-old too. So you know, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. all kinds of fun. So I wrote this book. It's interesting for us to be talking about yeah. this with our topic because I wrote it's this wonderful book. book. Oh, thanks. It is so thanks. amazing. Yeah, it's, I wrote it because I was mad at my sister. <laughs> In the holidays, I yeah. was like, I'm mad. And so I just started uh, writing one morning yeah. and the Holy Spirit was like, let me talk to you about that. And so yeah. I just posted on Facebook, yeah. you know, our new channel. The thing yeah. that we do is we post on Facebook. I posted on Facebook and um, it just kind of went viral. People were yeah. like making uh, word graphics with yeah. things I'd said. So then I just kind of it evolved. But the reason I'm talking about it now is the ho this feels like the holidays. It absolutely does. <laughs> you're kind of like stuck inside. Yes. You're with your family. There's really, everything's closed. Yes. It, this might as well be Christmas you're Day. You're baking, <laughs> yeah. having donuts. Like we're talking about this, like eating badly. Yeah. yeah and a lot of family time. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Well, and there's a lot of different great nuggets in this book. Oh, um, thanks. As you, uh, the author, as you look at it and you say, hey, audience, I, I really hope that you gain this out of this material. What, what are you hoping to, uh, to message you're hoping to send? What do you hope people gain from reading it? You know, really, I hope people gain hope. Yeah. Because there's hope for family. Yeah. There's hope for people um, in families when yeah. you let the Holy Spirit lead you. 
Wonderful. And I think that's really what the book is. It's short chapters with questions yeah. for the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes we look at our family and we're like, oh my gosh, they're never going to change. At least for me, I'm like, oh, it's always going to be like this. But yeah. in reality, it's like, no, the Holy Spirit yeah. wants you to thrive in family. Yeah. And you just may have to set healthy boundaries. <laughs> but, yes. you know, and so you just, there's hope. Absolutely. Well, I want to encourage everybody to grab this. It's on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Um, and it's a wonderful book. Unwrapped, open the gift of the holiday of holiday sanity. I love the title. COVID sanity. COVID if you sanity. Want to change it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Cassie, Dr. Reed, uh, uniquely, you and I are both counselors. Mm-hmm. We're both LPCs. Um, you're currently in private practice. I am taking a little hiatus from private practice, um, but we both appreciate the value of counseling. Yeah. We both see the tremendous benefit that families can obtain from that. Uh, But some of those who may be watching today, um, it may be something that's been this elusive thing Mm -hmm. for them. Um, I know know as counselors, we look at it and we get these questions sometimes of, oh, you're going to counseling. Oh, that's that's further down the line for me. Uh, I'm not quite at that level yet. So uh, a lot of families look at counseling like it's something that we have to be in super bad shape Mm -hmm. to go do. Um, But I want to just hopefully demystify some of that right now and talk a little bit about why counseling is effective for families and about that process. So as a counselor, what would you say, um, why is counseling effective for families? You know, because when you're in a system, Mm -hmm. like when your family kind of does things Mm -hmm. a certain way, maybe generation after generation after generation, having someone whose objective come Mm -hmm. into your sphere and say, hey, why why are you doing it like that? Yeah. Or, hey, what, wait a minute. Now, how's that working for you? You know, yeah. or just kind of like break up the system. Yeah. It's powerful to yeah. let someone into that. Plus to let someone just even hear prophetically or see yeah. what is going on with dynamics or, hey, that's really not normal. Yeah. Or, hey, that's super normal. Like, yeah. you're not weird. Exactly. Like, that's a lot yeah. of families struggle with that. Just to have that affirmation yeah. and that normalization, which is kind of the therapeutic word, yeah. is so powerful. Well, and, and how many examples do we see of families who stay closed and they, they keep yes. their bubble inside their house? You know, people always talk about, my house looks beautiful from the outside. <laughs> uh, but it, the, the truth of it is, is there are some things that could be improved right. within the family dynamic. But if you keep that door closed, if you constantly don't open um, the window to start getting some somebody pouring into you or somebody helping you mm-hmm. through that process, Uh, it may not ever get better. It may actually get worse over time. So for those who are wondering, you know, I I, I love the idea. I don't even know where to start. Like, where would I, where where do we even start the process? I I know I want to help our family. I know that our family needs help. Where do we go? What do we do? How does this, how how do we even start? That's a great question. I think the first, this sounds really, um, this may be a different answer than you were expecting, Mm -hmm. but I think you start with your church. Yeah. And the reason I say that is a lot of churches vet counselors in their area. Mm-hmm. So wherever you might be watching, like they're going to say, okay, here's some people that we've met, some yeah. people that we like. Yeah. So that's a great place to start Wonderful. because they're going to already have a list of folks. Yep. Some people like to start with their insurance panel. Yep. You know, they like to say, that's okay, true. like who's on my insurance? Yeah. Let's take a look. But what I do for a lot of friends and a lot of folks is look at their insurance panel yeah. is to say, okay, who do I know on here? Yeah. Sometimes it's asking. Yeah. Asking friends that you 
you know have gone? Hey, how mm-hmm. was your experience with Jane Doe? How was your experience with Scott Smith? Yeah. Like, did you like them? Absolutely. Um, I think credentialing is a huge thing. And I I, I'm so. really kind of a stickler for that. Yep. Someone who's licensed through yeah. the state. I think yes. that's really important. And, and there's a big difference between somebody, and we see this happening more often, these uh quote, life coaches, yes. uh, which are not counselors. They're not. They're not. Um, they may be good people and they may mean well, but they're not clinically trained That's as right. counselors. Well, and I always tell my students, I've gone to 11 more years of school than they have. Yeah. So it's like I've had a lot more specialization. Yeah. And so I hate to say look for someone with a PhD, but sometimes mm-hmm. that's helpful depending. Mm-hmm. Look for someone with a specialty. Yeah. Like for you, you could hang a shingle with blending families yep. and that would be just amazing yeah. for people to come meet with someone who's been a blended family, yeah. who knows about that, who's mm-hmm. passionate, called to that. Yep. Like you'll see that in their uh, website. Yeah. I always go to their website, yeah. read, see if you can find some things that they've written or, yeah. or um, things like testimonials testimonials. That's mm-hmm. always good. But do a little research and don't always feel like you have to stick with the person you pick. Yeah, it's very big. The other thing that I would add is, is even when you're talking like that initial first conversation with a counselor, usually done by the phone. So you're, mm-hmm. you're calling them up maybe to schedule an appointment. I think it's always clear just to tell them, you know, a little snippet about what's going on yes. in your family. And then maybe ask that specific question. Is this something you feel comfortable working with? Great. That's such um, a good question. I know for me as a counselor, I don't work with little kids. I, I don't know why. I just it's just not my yeah. thing. Um, so there are certain counselors that will have that forte and that gift and have that special training. Um, but you have to be proactive in that process of finding the right person. And I love what you said. Even if you find a counselor and you may go a couple of sessions, it may not be the right yeah. counselor for you. Don't feel, don't feel discouraged in that process. Yeah. Know that you're on the the path to finding healing. You just may not have found that right person just yeah. yet. So don't be discouraged. And don't quit going. Yes, absolutely. Yes, don't quit going. Like well, and you and on that subject, you know, once somebody is going, what can they expect to gain out of the process? I, I think a lot of people look at that question and go, "I know what I would want," um, and you may not get that in session one, two, or three. But what do you think families, individuals, can expect to gain through that process? That's a great question. I think one of the things that hits me, my spirit really to say is mm. like, you get out what you put in. Mm. And I think that's a hard thing because sometimes all the people come to my office and they'll be like, here, yeah. fix it. You know, and it's like all <laughs> they'll dump it out or, or here's Susie or yeah. here's Johnny, you know, fix yeah. them. And it's like, no, you get out what you put in. And so yeah. I feel like that, um, one, you can get out establishing goals with the person. Yeah. I love to establish goals with my clients so that you have a set point that you agree on yeah. as a team. And you say, okay, we're both going to be working. I as the counselor and you mm-hmm. as the client are going to be working together for these things. And so that's really good because yeah. then you know, you can expect that we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can expect to get um, perspective. Mm-hmm insight, hopefully Mm -hmm. revelation, um, comfort, um, just even someone to say, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. That is a powerful statement that we're bad at saying. So it's good. Like just have someone who empathizes a place to listen, just to like get it all out and yeah. someone will hear you yeah. and either affirm, at least for me, I'm yeah. going to affirm or I'm going to tell you, yeah. you better figure that out. <laughs> well, and it's not often that, that you can enter into a, uh, a uh, any type of relationship, uh, have a platform to just 
speak and, and, and be in an atmosphere where that person is really trying to help you, not trying to gain something for themselves, but just trying to help you. It's so rare in our human interactions, our human relationships, that we have that opportunity. The counselor-client relationship is truly special. It is. It is so special and it is so unique. Um, and, and I wish everybody could experience that because it's something we don't experience in our daily lives with our normal interactions. It's, it's not the same. So being able to have somebody you can talk to, uh, not be judged, but be looked at as, I wanna help you. I, wanna, mm -hmm. I want you to achieve your goals. So let yeah. me do whatever we have to do. Um, another thing that somebody may be thinking is they, they have a family situation, but the other family member or whoever, they won't go. Mm. So I get a lot, I've heard this a lot, is can, um, can I have an effect if I just go by myself? Let's say we do have a family dynamic. There's something going on, whether it's a blended family or a marriage conflict, but I, I'm the only one who wants to go. What happens in those situations? Can they go alone and can they be benefited? Yes. I'm looking at you and saying, yes, you can, you can. And yeah. I think I think there's power. Change is not necessarily have to be for two people. Like yeah. I'm married, been married for 14 years. Yeah. Um, and it's like one of those things that I can check my stuff out. Yeah. Whether he has stuff or not, I still can be working on what is yeah. it in my life? What is it in my um, mm -hmm. sphere? So yes, you absolutely can. Yeah. And sometimes what I find with couples or with mm -hmm. families is they see the health, they see the wholeness mm. that comes through you. And then ultimately they're like, wait a minute, I kind of, I want a bit of that. You know, yeah. and then it might ease them into coming, ease them into being part of it. It's wonderful, and, and I love the encouragement, and, and I want to just repeat that. If you're in that situation and you're feeling like, I really need counseling, uh, but I, my spouse won't go, or you know I can't get my entire family to go, uh, I encourage you to go. Uh, go alone. Go to help yourself. You would be amazed at, as you start to heal, what that healing will do for your family. Mm -hmm. So wonderful nuggets there. Um, Dr. Reed, we're also in the middle of, uh, of COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, we're in. We're filming this in April. This is. We're right in the heat of this, uh, and obviously, a lot of light is being shined on mental health right now. Uh, I think what we're experiencing is 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 unprecedented. Uh, we talk about it as a relation to the holidays, but even during the holidays, you can go to the movies yes. on Christmas Day. Uh, you know, a lot so of families true. do that. They're like, so we've been in the house forever. Yeah. We're going we're to the movies, <laughs> um, but right now we can't do that, yeah. and and we are seeing. Uh, unprecedented levels of, of some mental health issues that are going on. So I want to touch on that from a counseling perspective. Um, first of all, a lot of folks may not know uh, or be able to pick up on the signs that something really bad is happening. So uh, for those who are in that storm, uh, what can we and what can you suggest that they look for in terms of warning signs that it may be time to start looking for some help? You know, I think one of the first things is triggers. Yeah. Like we all have triggers and things that kind of get us. But when you find that that's happening more frequently, mm -hmm. I think that's a great sign. Yeah. Like when you, what I say to people is when your level of emotion is not matching the situation, mm. that's a sign. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, when I, my anger, I drop something on the floor yeah. and my anger is at a 10. I'm like, that shouldn't, that shouldn't yeah. be happening like that. There's something more, yeah. you know? I think when you see a dynamic, like in yeah. your family, you've been kind of trapped and yeah. you're like, maybe you see two of your kids who are just, ooh, 
Yeah. Wow, like they're really kind of going at it yeah. more than normal. Like wonder what's going on there. Or, mm-hmm. you know, if you find that you and your spouse keep coming around the same mountain with the yeah. same subject, it's like we might need yeah. someone to come in and interject and, and yeah. have a say there. I mean, I think if you if you find that there's a topic that you've really hit mm-hmm. and you've pressed in, you've maybe read mm-hmm. some things about it, you've asked the Lord about it, you've done a lot about it, but you just can't find breakthrough, I think that's yeah. a great time to pursue it. Absolutely. And and I love what you said. You know, we're we're prone to be in this cycle of 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 of, of patterns. You know, we get up, we get dressed, we go to work, we come home, we we interact with our children, we have dinner, we go to bed. Um, right now our whole entire pattern system is off. Yeah. So you're right in saying, you know, when you see those things happening more frequently and you're starting to notice them, partly because you're in that same environment all the time. And so you're not, you're getting more access to that. Um, and absolutely spousal problems, things that are continue to come around. Mm-hmm. Love that. Uh, we're also seeing heightened uh, levels of anxiety, oh. depression. I mean, there's loneliness, um, mm-hmm. a lot of different uh, dynamics of families watch our podcast. So for those who are in those seasons of depression or loneliness or feeling not only anxiety, but just fear. I mean, if anything that I could, I could say is the overlying uh, atmosphere during COVID-19 is there's this fear of, can we ever be normal again? Mm-hmm. Um, so as you would talk to those folks who are experiencing those levels of symptoms, what advice or what pa- uh, path would you give them? You know, I would say to you directly is that the enemy loves nothing but isolation. Mm. So like in this moment, if you're feeling that, if you're feeling depressed or you're feeling anxiety or you're feeling just loneliness, mm. that's the very thing that he would want to do is make you be like, it's not a big deal. It's not yeah. that bad. Just chill. No worries. Yeah. But the fact is like, that's all the more reason why to tell someone mm-hmm. to get some counseling, yeah. to find an accountability partner, somebody, a mentor, a friend, mm. someone that you can be like, you know what? I've had some dark thoughts. Yeah. I've had some very fear filled thoughts. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think you and I were talking a little bit about this, but yeah. even like journaling, like Get it yeah. out of the inside of mm. you, you know, if that means you type it, yeah. you know, if that means you write it, yeah. if that means you vlog it, yeah. maybe you just record yourself just getting it out, whatever yeah. it, way it takes, just to get that from out on the inside. Yeah. There's power in bringing something to the light. Yeah, I, I love the idea of journaling. Um, one of the other uh, things I, I even do myself um, when, when I have negative thoughts or fear-based thoughts, um, you know, and, and I know f- folks who, you know, when you have kiddos, you, 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 you get fear-based thoughts uh-huh. and, they're, and they're thoughts of, the, of some of the worst things that can happen. For me, it, it's a declaration statement. Mm. Uh, I literally say in my head, devil, you have no place yes, in my thought so today. Good. This, my realm of my feelings belongs to Jesus Christ. And that is yes. the only person that I'm going to listen to right now. That's so good. It doesn't stop them from coming back sometimes but it does give me a peace of mind of who's in control, who is the, the, uh, the determiner of my future. And you're right, the devil loves isolation, not only in this time, but it could be in times when you were just isolated. Yeah. Uh, when it's that time before you go to bed, mm-hmm. it's that time when you're, you know, the doors are closed yeah. and you're alone. Uh, that's when that, that crack in the door is there and the devil comes right mm-hmm. in and he, and he jumps in your thoughts. So journaling, declarations, uh, accountability partners. You brought that up. Um, I think a lot of people and adults, um, mm-hmm. 
and, I, and I'm going to talk for men for a second. Uh -huh. uh, men have a hard time with friends. Yes. Yeah. We, we are not great adult friends. Uh, and, and I know it's weird, but men are just weird like that. We, we, you know, once we get into our adult life, it's not easy and we don't generally communicate a lot with our, our guy friends. Yeah. Um, but I think that we can learn something from our, our wife partners here because uh, I think maybe they're all a little bit better at uh, communication. Um, but as accountability, um, I think it's something that we can be very direct about. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not something you have to call and be like, hey, I just wanted to call and <laughs> chat. Um, more of the conversation of, I'm really hurting here and yeah. I need somebody to be an accountability partner yeah. for me. So talk a little bit about what is an accountability partner? How is that beneficial? You know, I love that you said that mm. about men. I really do because I think I've watched just being married. I've watched yeah. my husband yeah. sort of not struggle. I hate that word because yeah. it's not that he's a great guy, great friend, yeah. super personable, but it's like just that of like, yeah. hey, are we going to talk about cars and sports <laughs> or are we going to yeah. like talk about life, yeah. like real life, yeah. you know? I, th I think um, one of the things is crucial is you have people, you have people sort of in, I don't want to say silos, yeah. but I have a group of people that I call my iron. Yeah. Like, and that's like what their name is to me. That's like their yeah. people. And so they're people that I could call and be like, today is awful. Yeah. And they would be like, okay, let me hear what, talk to me about why. So we talk about why and they'd be like, okay, you're ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to pray right now. We're going to stop yeah. right now. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit about yeah. this. You know, so they're just real, real friends that yeah. we can talk about silly things, yeah. but really our conversations are much more focused on mm. what the Lord's doing, what the Lord's saying, like things that are, yeah. that are more, uh, serious, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I think you have your friends, you kind of have to realize that there's levels of friends. Like there's some friends that are just fun, yeah. fun friends, but you're not going to be the person that I'm going to call when I'm struggling with COVID-19 yeah. anxiety. Like yeah. you're just not going to be my person for that. Yeah. So I th and I think it's being authentic. Mm. The more authentic you are as a friend, the more authenticity you're going to have in return. Wonderful. Yeah. People give and take, you know, yeah. you know, that friend who's yeah. always coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Scott, you're a counselor. Let me tell you all my things. And then you're like ready to share. So like, oh, I got to go yeah. real quick. Sorry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so yes. it's a give and take yeah. of it. No, I love that. And, and I think that you're absolutely right in the sense of, of we need that accountability partner. But in order for accountability to be had, you have to be able to open those doors yeah. and say, I want you to hold me accountable. Um, and I'm giving you that access because I trust you. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're, if you're in that environment and you're struggling and you're like, I, I just need somebody to talk to, that first step may be looking at your, looking at your phone of numbers, <laughs> looking down there and going, okay, who, who am I going to be real and raw with? And who am I going to ask to be that accountability mm -hmm. partner? Um, and there's nothing wrong with starting that conversation of, yeah. I, I need some help. I want an accountability partner during this time. Um, I know that we're both also in blended families. Mm -hmm. um, so that brings uh, a, a really interesting dynamic to how we're dealing with COVID-19. I'm so grateful that this is not gonna be our only segment. So we're gonna talk in, a, in, yeah. a, in another segment about specifically COVID-19 working with blended families during this, yeah. uh, during this time. So if you're, if you're listening to this and you're in that uh, situation, please stay tuned for that next episode because it's gonna be wonderful. Um, I want to end our first with um, hopefully some, some nuggets of encouragement. So what you can say to our audience that is what's on your heart to encourage them during this time, whether it be about counseling or COVID-19 mm -hmm or your amazing book, mm -hmm. uh, or 
you as a counselor and as, um, as a professional who wants to help people. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk to our audience and yeah. tell them how you would encourage them. That's a great question. But you know what I would say to you is there's no perfect family. And I think mm. when we, you know, we blended our family and kind of just your whole view of what family should be. And I think that's what I see with a lot of people too, even mm. with COVID-19. Oh my gosh, I had these plans and yeah. things got messed up, but it's like, no, like there's no perfect family. Yeah. And the fallacy, like I actually wanted to name the book, Hallmark is a Liar. Just because <laughs> I thought that the movies, you know, they paint this picture yeah. of like everyone's there and it's so lovely. And it's like, yeah. no, that's a fallacy. That's a yeah. media driven fallacy. Yeah. And I, I love it when families are like, oh, we have no issues. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, let me, let me let have me 10 minutes you. with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause so I just want to say like, there's no perfection. And, and the moment we start trying to strive for perfection and especially in a blended family, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. there's not a lot of control mm -hmm. that you have some times Absolutely. and that's a hard thing yeah. so it's like you got to let that go yeah. and ask the holy spirit what is right for me mm -hmm. what's right for us mm -hmm. what is our standard maybe yeah. not perfection but what's our standard yeah. we're striving for this but if it, we don't hit it that's mm -hmm. okay but we're at least working towards it absolutely and that's just i love it that's i love it and, and you're so right and we, i can't wait to talk to you more about uh, blended families in that situation. But we are so blessed and so grateful to have Dr. Reed with us today. Guys, thank you so much for being a part of this journey with Blended Kingdom Families and Dr. Cassie Reed. Uh, you guys have a wonderful day. Be blessed and we will see you soon. Take care. Thanks so much for listening and watching our podcast. We are so excited that you took the opportunity to listen to Blended Kingdom Families. We hope the information was amazing for you. If you can, please take an opportunity to like, share, comment, leave a review. We would love to get your feedback. Absolutely, you guys. We pray that this podcast blesses you today. We love you and be blessed in all that you do. 